You're listening to Vince Tracy and Neil Coble. It's Europe Calling. What's in the news this week, especially from the UK and from Spain? Europe Calling. So, very good day. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast for the 9th of May 2023. Beautiful day today. Lots of sun. Flowers looking good. Definition on the mountains, good. Let's go and find out how Neil is. So, good morning to you, Neil. How are you? Morning, Vince. It's uh, lovely here. We've just got a nice little breeze as well to go with it. It's, it's really, really warm. You know. Yeah, but we've got that little bit of a breeze, so that that's handy as well. Yeah, and we've um, well, like like everybody at various times of the year, you've got all sorts of people coming to see you and uh, things going on. So um, yeah, let's see what we've got then for this week. Um, lots going on, of course. Here we go. Right, uh, we'll start with this particular thing. Yeah, here we go. Okay, Neil, so obviously the coronation has taken uh, centre stage over the weekend. Um, Nice enough event. I mean, if you like pageantry and stuff, um, as you often say, uh, England are obviously as good, if not better, than just about anybody else you could mention. And uh, they certainly put on a good display. Uh, Whilst all that was going on, I was looking for stuff in and out of various papers to see um, what maybe needed to be highlighted a bit more christine pratt the name is the founder of the national bullying helpline and she's talking about incidents that uh, show an escalating trend uh, but didn't know the reason why it was happening uh, apparently it's seen as sport and amusement by the children who are involved in this particular uh, bullying the brother of one victim claimed a child is going to lose their life from this craze it's happened all over the country their brother uh, was going to say that um, disturbing footage of a 12 year old girl being lured into a park on Merseyside and viciously attacked was shared in another incident she was allegedly dragged to the ground punched in the face and kicked um, I, I've, I've really no idea what's going on in the fa- in the minds of these kids quite honestly um, Neil um, any ideas on this well we're both the same on this I hate bullies I hate them with a vengeance they make me sick I mean punching girls and girls pulling hair and scratching it what's he coming to you know it, it's like we all, we all had a bully at school and then you, you get a lad that just checks them on and next minute bully were, 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 were scared to death you know if, if you went back at one of the bullies and you know when they're on their own it, they nearly always have a crowd around them yeah you know but bullying I don't care how old you are and you know and w- where you're from or wherever bullying is is absolutely a no-no well I don't know about you but I, I see stacks of these um cage fighting um things coming through the internet um you know the odd boxing match thrown in for good measure but lots of things like this with kids ganging up on one kid um and you know they they just start these trends um basically to see what people see in the film they put up on the internet i mean it's childish but it's also thuggery um at a very young age for me and the the trouble is sorry neil it it is as you say they they won't they won't go one-to-one with somebody they've got to have the you know uh, the the gang around them just in case the, the bullied one starts fighting back Oh, and then all the others will, you know, uh, get hold of them, and then sort of bully can carry on punching or kicking or whatever. Nah, it's it's just it's not on at all. Yeah, uh, I mean, basically, I think the. Uh 
the thing is coming in from the internet obviously you've got um, some of the programs on tv seem they talk about addressing it they're not really addressing it the only way you address it is when you catch anybody doing it you give them such a big punishment um that they'll never do it again and if you can't do it to the kids well find the parents then the parents will soon sort that one out won't they exactly exactly i'm with you there you know they, they make me laugh yeah, we, we keep going on about it but you know they get they get don't you do that again yeah and, and a couple of days later they're at it again with somebody else you know they make me laugh well the other thing is of course they're, they're not allowed to put the uh, the kids photo in, in the paper or anything like that um which basically means that you know they'll still maybe get a name check or they they'll mention the too young to be shown or something like that i would uh, think that there's a good case for the stocks coming back if this keeps up now that that will sort them out embarrass them on steps at town hall or something like that throwing rotten some asses at them this is a bully this is a bully now here and here's some rotten tomatoes give him the old thing they'll not do it again because of the embarrassment and plus the family will be embarrassed that he's sat there but you'll get all these wokes and do-gooders and god knows what that's cruelty that's good. so him bullying a younger girl or whatever is not cruel but to throw rotten tomatoes at him and embarrass him so he doesn't do it again is how does that work yeah okay uh let's get on next one then here it comes Okay, so a mother has been left unable to walk and uh, this is due to a brain aneurysm. Uh, she'd been sent home from A&E with paracetamol as, you know, we hear this quite often actually. Um, the name uh, Akin Remy, uh, a 65-year-old from Newham in London, has uh, been in the hospital for eight weeks while her family questioned whether the brain damage would be as great had doctors acted sooner. She first experienced back pain and headaches in early February that persisted for several weeks until the pain became unbearable. According to the daughter, who was a 40-year-old, uh, the mother was taken to A&E by a friend and waited hours to be seen by doctors. I don't know about you, um, you know, maybe uh, this is just conjecture, but there's a few too many doctors and nurses at the moment who really are being sort of led astray by people who just want to go on strike. And I think that um, sometimes you'll get collateral with people like this who don't get seen um, and taken seriously. And I think anybody who's got back pains and headaches for more than a, a couple of days, I think they need looking at very quickly, don't they? I mean, they should have sorted that out within eight weeks, shouldn't they? Yeah. If you're in hospital for eight weeks. I mean, uh, mind you, me and you would have been in hospital every other day with backache and God knows what. <laughs> wouldn't we? We're falling bits, man. We're falling bits. Well, I know um, when I was playing rugby, you know, every weekend you'd, uh, whatever person either you or one of your mates has got to go to the hospital you go down and you'd have a collection of all these rugby shirts you know uh, the other footballer throw it in for good measure and the nurses showed you no mercy whatsoever you know it was your own fault they used to say as, as if you shouldn't have the saturday oh. afternoon off off work to go and play football you're know, rugby you know <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I mean, no, our age, if you only do a little bit of gardening, it says about three metres, and you go, oh, I'll just turn all that over. When you come in about an hour later, you go, hey, my back's killing me. My yeah. back's killing me. Give me some radox, I'll have a bath. Yeah. You know, and that sorted it out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the brain aneurysm one is probably not as common. And, you know, I should imagine for young doctors, it is it is probably very desperately difficult to all, always get it right. Um, but I think there's one or two of them are being, being encouraged to be a little bit more um, gung-ho with this, you know, go-on-strike business. I do, I do think the, the junior doctors are totally and utterly overworked, by the way. I think that... Um, to put anybody under that sort of stress you're always going to get sort of problems aren't you 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, and they're, they're under a lot of pressure. But, I mean, we've got loads of these uh, MRI scans and see whatever them that other things are, CT scans. You know? if, if it's a severe, you know, pain, and you've got a patient in hospital for weeks, well, get her on one of them. There's enough of them machines about. Yeah. You know, and, and have a look. See what it's about. You know, yeah. because, uh, you know, they're probably saying, oh, well... You know, she's of that age, and uh, no, get her in and have a check, make sure. And if you can do something for her, then that's great. Yeah, well, just to send her on with a bit of paracetamol, do me a favour, will you? Yeah, you and, I, and I have to say, it's not the first time I've read about something like this. So it does suggest that maybe either the the doctors are totally and utterly un, uh, overworked, um, or they're not being as thorough as they could be. You know. Okay, um, I'll oh, give you. Is it, is it coming down to? Is it coming down to ageism? Yeah, maybe. If you're of a certain age, oh well, you know what I mean. I'm not quite sure, and this, that, and other. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of that into it. Okay, uh, let's go to the next one then. Um, okay, a bit lighter this one. <laughs> Okay, so uh, with with arms, it would make a man. This is what Edouard told his brother at the time, according to the company. Now, you'll get into this as I move along the line, um, reading about a guy called the Michelin Man. And uh, he didn't always look like the cuddly character we know and love today. In his original format, he appeared more like a fat Egyptian mummy and was often seen holding a martini glass filled with nails and shards of glass. This was to send drivers the message that Michelin tyres were tough and sturdy and wouldn't be punctured. Adverts of the time would feature the words Nunc est bibendum, which means now is the time to drink. God knows why they would put that in anyway. Over the years, Bib has also been depicted as a gladiator, a kickboxer, a ballroom dancer and a ladies' man and always had a glass of beer or a cigar in his hand. It was a way of connecting with the upper class who were the only ones who could afford to buy a car back in those days. Then, of course, you got the 1920s and uh, the cigar and beer would drop for a more family-friendly image. And in this new healthy persona, he started appearing on bikes and throwing frisbees. This is also the time the Michelin man started to gain his more toned physique, swapping the dad bad for a more muscular figure. Throughout the years, many have wondered uh, wondered why Bib was made of white coloured tyres instead of black and white. Did you ever think that uh, about that, by the way? Never thought anything about it. I thought it was the Michelin man that, you know, built out of tyres and thingy and a jolly face and all that. And they were an advert. You know, you never start thinking, oh, well, we need black tyres and <laughs> we need this. You know, yeah, they're coming in from all handles. Listen, <laughs> it's a Michelin man, doll. Oh, lorry drivers had them on the uh, on the wing mirrors, about about eight or ten inches long, and this and the other off on the grill at front. And he's a jovial character. You know, now they'll be saying, oh, you can't put it, you need him slimmed down with muscles and this, that, and the other. No, <laughs> it's about tyres. You know, it's a tyre advert. And that's why he looks like 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 he's fat yeah. all the way down. And well, all his arms are, 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 are the same. I'm just, you know, I'm just hoping... Advert. This is very much written like it's been written by somebody from America, which suggests to me this is um, artificial intelligence, by the way, because, you know, they'll always go the the American route straight away. Apparently, um, this I thought was quite interesting, though, was they uh, they were all the tires were made white to start with and it wasn't until 1912 after he he'd been around for 18 years that uh, they actually had black tires i have to say that's the first time i've ever read that and i did have a michelin man myself so um you know I did, I had one. oh you did yeah. get one Pro- probably yeah. worth probably worth a few bob now i would think yeah, and uh, you could get a key ring with it on as well. If, uh, some garages that were doing, you know, if you if you had your tyres done, they'd give you a key ring with him on. A bit like the S.O. man with the uh, head looked like a, a lemon. Yes. You know, yellow head and a white body with S.O. in the middle. Yeah, 
I mean, it's it's a doll for God's sake. What's all this? <laughs> I mean, and then they brought the black tyres in. So what did they do? They had white-walled black tyres <laughs> because it had looked better, you know. So you, know, you, you can't win with anything here, can you, in these days? No. But I, I'm just hoping that the, the, one of the rope load might um, pick that up and then obviously it'll be nothing. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, we'll go back to some more serious stuff now then because, um, you know, I thought, well, that's a bit lighter. Let's go back to this one. <laughs> If you can get your hands on a Michelin man, by the way, they they are worth a few bob. Anyway, show you where you can get them. Yeah, I'll show you where you can get them, shall I? Yeah, you can get as many as you want from Thailand. Oh right, They're in every shop. Of my life, yeah. When we were walking along, I said, I've, I've had one of them for when I, you know, when I was younger, I've had one of them in the keyring, and. Uh, but but the ones that they were for sale, I think they're about 12 inches. And, well, you know what Ailey's like when she goes shopping for clothes. I can't get anything else in thing. And this is a big round rubber thing, isn't it? You know? <laughs> so, so I didn't get one. So I'm going to set my own case next time. Good idea. Yeah, and get one. Okay, well, we're back to the um, the more sort of depressing stuff as locals in a place called Malvern, um, which is in uh, Worcestershire, uh, say they've been tormented by a group of kids and they've been captured on camera loitering outside a family home for several months. Now, these little yobs, thought to be aged between 12 and 16, have been threatening people with knives and throwing stones at houses as well as obviously urinating in the garden as you'd expect stealing and putting burning objects through people's letterboxes parents have said they were too scared to let their children play outside after one boy was beaten up by the gang elderly residents in the rural town have been left prisoners in their own home as they are terrified and they will be attacked Uh, so uh, there's a comment from somebody called Snozzerman in Barnsley this is the result of 30 plus years of removing all forms of discipline and deterrent nothing will change until we get a government tough enough to go back to old school basics the Tories don't do it and forget Labour they're a joke only quick fix for that village is if a group of blokes get together and give them a big dose of their own medicine now I don't know about you Neil that's exactly where I would be coming from uh, but of course we're only really we're only really apply, um, commenting on stuff but I mean in this day and age I think uh, people if they haven't wised up to the fact that there's only one way that you can stop this uh, you've got to bring back in corporal punishment haven't you well exactly I'm 100% with him here but I thought we had you know really big burly fellas uh, that you could just pick up a phone and ring and they'll come and sort it out I think they called uh, police or something like that I think they called <laughs> so they put up with this for months and if they've not been phoning police and police are not doing anything about it well then you know what you need to do get a few lads down there go and give them a few good hidings but then they'll start having a bit all the walks they'll be having a go oh they beat them 16 year old yobs up you know oh, they shouldn't be doing that well, they shouldn't be doing what they're doing in the first place. And as you say, the parents haven't got a clue. They don't want to have a clue. And it's gone downhill for a long time, this. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm relating back to when I was in... Um, well, I was doing supply teaching. Uh, I, I'd finished at the college because I'd I'd seen things coming and I didn't like it. And I thought, well, yeah, I'm not going to stick it, uh, you know. And I was asked to do some supply teaching. I was going into schools, Neil, and, you know, especially the comprehensive schools, you'd go in. And unfortunately, you've got enough of these type of peoples now uh, who basically they intimidate even the teachers i've seen classrooms where teachers have been coming out the lady teachers have been coming out crying crying their eyes out and they've just said they'd never go back and teach in in that particular place again and i can't think it would have got that's been going on 
that's been going on for years because if the teacher chastises them they go and tell the parents and then the parents come in come having a go at the teacher no there's no respect for anything whether it's the law teaching doctors fire brigade everything somebody's got to get a grip of this scruff at neck and start punishing properly so it puts other people off trying it on it's an absolute joke the law you go and give one of them a slap round hero and police will come and arrest you straight away yeah. hang on a minute they've been putting fire things through my door they've been throwing eggs at my windows or you know stopping people going out threatening them with knives and all this lot no get a grip of them get fetch barstool back if you have to if they're, if they're under it and isn't it funny the names can't be named no yeah. they should be on front at daily papers every morning yeah what thugs are knocking about and what they're doing well, look, uh, this is not just this government, but it's been a successive governments. And when you actually look at those three clowns that have been the prime minister in the in the recent sort of months, uh, I mean, I'm thinking of Boris and, and some of the antics he got up to. And I'm thinking of Liz Truss and the nonsense there and Theresa May. You know, as well as I do, these are people who could not sort a problem like that out themselves they couldn't do it so you, you've got to have people that know how to handle these sort of problems so you'd expect them to turn to the police now i'm seeing pictures of the bobbies going with cups of tea to protesters who are wasting everybody's time and uh, creating uh, mayhem in, in the public thoroughfares of Britain and yet nobody's doing anything about it. So there's only one of two instances, either sheer and utter incompetence or there's got to be a, 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 a little bit of something sinister behind it. So I don't know where you're coming on on that particular theme, but I know which thing I'm thinking about because this would never have happened in my time. Exactly. They wouldn't have been allowed to get away with anything like that. You know, and, and threatening teachers and threatening people, old people in their houses and then showing them knives and urinating in gardens. And that's the trouble. They know they, they'll not get... If we got caught doing anything, pinching apples or whatever... And, and you got a true, true Bob Fine. It should be a journal. Whoa, yeah. you know all these, all, all these bad lads that you know, that are, you know. I mean, nicking an apple here or there or whatever. But them that were doing serious thing, you know, like you know, calling old people and, and, and kicking the walking stick at side of them and this that, and the other. Once they got caught and got fined ten bob or two shilling or whatever it were, it went straight into the local journal. So everybody knew who they were. And then the family, whoa, the hell to pay. If your name got in journal for doing something wrong, because everybody were pointing finger at family. Yeah. I think the... Now, the they, don't, they, don't, they don't give a monkeys. Well, they used to call these people that won't sort out the problem softies. But the trouble now is there's that many softies that it looks more like it's a plan. And uh, to be fair, you, you know, uh, the, the, some of these teachers, I, I, I don't think they could organise um, the proverbial drinking session in a brewery. Um, I mean, really, the good teachers are working at the, the, the schools where you can teach and an awful lot of people are going in to try and teach kids who are feral now and unfortunately the TV doesn't help the parents aren't addressing the problem so they've got to sort something out and I'm going to read you an article which you might have seen it says about the shocking moment a grandfather was pushed into a canal in a vicious attack Wayne Kearns he's 64 from Chester said he's lucky to be alive after being forced into the Shropshire Union Canal while fishing Mr Kearns who suffers from angina and lung problems claimed he was pushed by a man who was swimming there a distressing footage shows the man stretching behind the sitting grandfather before waving across the water where distant cheers are heard and then he shoves the victim who plunges into the, uh, towards the canal now i saw this and you know right well, yeah. what did you think of it because I, I thought it, it it really looked um i mean you could easily have killed that guy couldn't he 
Exactly. You, you know, he can swim or anything. I'll be able to get out. You know, they might, he might be slightly disabled or anything like that. I mean, typical again, coward. Coward and a bully. You know, but when they, when they get him, oh, you get a six-month suspended sentence. No, cut out the suspended sentences. If they're going to get six months, give them six months. Yeah. Well, and to do six months. I mean, it's almost like uh, they've made it an, an unwritten thing now. You say 10, we say 5. You say 20, we say 10. And so, yeah. you know, the, the criminal element, um, they, they're not only criminal, but they're also very cunning. So they'll, they'll have twigged to that long time ago. So anything you say... They immediately harve it in their minds, and unfortunately, you, you know, you look at things in the uh, on the TV. All the bobbies are made to look stupid all the time, and, and, and don't know how to tackle crime. Um, it's just sending a message all the time. These fellas think they can get away with anything, don't they? Yeah, they all do. Uh, you see, that, that, that's the other thing that I say. You know, in, in that in that village, you know, if about six blokes got together in pub and said right they're causing trouble again I'm, you know at them old people's homes and you know threatening people and that if the minute they saw six of them walking walking towards them they'd be off like rabbits yeah oh they've gone right but then they still think well we'll go back tomorrow and we'll go back tomorrow no go from both ends surround them and give them all a good hiding it's the only way sort yourselves out now you're right, Neil. It's the only way some people uh, learn. So, um, okay, let's go to the next one. You might have seen this one as well. Okay, now this TikTok uh, thing that they stick on the phone, we've all been looking at little things and laughing. So, you know, I can't make out like I never ever see these things. But uh, this is something that went viral. And you keep hearing about these things as if it's something marvellous. It shows a blonde woman standing in, in front of the guard who was carrying out his duties in the Horse Guards Parade down in London. The woman was holding a can of Pringles and standing close to one of the mounted guards while other bystanders gave the guards more room by standing further away. So despite the King's Guard asking the woman to step back when he first passed her to salute his fellow guards, she stepped even closer to the agitated horse of the mounted guard. When the guard on foot walked back towards the gates, the woman moved right into his path and he shouted, of course, make way and used his arm to move the woman out of his path, which left her furious. Well, I'm sorry. Um, I think that is the least of her worries. If she is interfering with things that A, are serious, B, are very nice for the tourists to see and uh, D are not there to be messed around with uh, she's asking for trouble and quite honestly it would have been rather nice if the horse had stood on her or something like that wouldn't it yeah if, if the horse had kicked out her yeah you know marvellous or he'd give her a backhand and get out of my way yeah you know, uh, I mean, when you, yeah, you, you, you can't, you can't, you can't do anything about stupidity, can you? You know, who in the right mind when you're watching a pageant with, you know, Oscars parade or whatever it is, do you want to go and stand right next to the horse and think you're very clever doing it? You know, when there's barriers there and the barriers are there, so you don't intimidate the horse or you know, or, or, or the pageant itself. You know, it's like, how, how old are you, missus? You know, just give her a slap round here, oh, and get back behind that fence. I mean, in the, you'd have all oh, oh, hell let loose. Yeah. 
in the past you know you'd always get stupid guys that would try it on um you've got far more girls acting this way now it's almost as if you know they are, tr- are competing with the idiocy of the of the males you know rather than actually just accepting you know this is nice let's just enjoy it i mean people forget these are soldiers and um i was watching the, there was something that wasn't really shown on the tv during the uh, the coronation and it was one of the horses went out of control i don't know if you saw it it was um uh, knocked the barrier over and obviously a few people will have would have been grazed or whatever but i mean you know these parades uh, and these guys that are working as part of the services you know in that part of the services that they really um they're supposed to be able to, to defend themselves and attack if necessary aren't they exactly pull the sword out and it's around top of head with it i don't mean the blade i mean the flat part of the blade bunk get out of the way love you know Okay. But no, all the other ones would be going berserk. Oh, is is it with a sword? With a sword? You know, no, yeah. he's not shoved it through her head. <laughs> you know. Might you, the, get out at road. The, th- the thought might have been there. I think it would be with me. I don't don't know if I'd keep me cool, but anyway. Okay, here's the next one. Yeah. So if you're just joining us for the first time, we're looking at items in the news available for everybody to see and discuss. So this now is about one of our favourite and pet dislikes, the kiddie fiddler. And it was a paedophile and he googled how to lure a child to a car. Uh, he's been jailed for eight years um you can probably guess maybe he's not as english as you and i when we say his name is zashan Tariq, branded every parent's white worst nightmare and it was kidnapping and sexually abusing a schoolgirl after the first victim escaped He's 28, uh, driving in Peterborough on the 7th of July last year when he pulled up his first victim, uh, a 10-year-old girl who was walking to a mum's workplace at about 3.30 in the afternoon. Okay, uh, goes on to say later on in the article, this proves it's rare but real. You are an extremely dangerous individual. Um, The guy told the child to get in his car and when she refused he got verbally aggressive and she of course ran away but he followed her until she came across a group of people crying and asking for help half an hour later he approached a 12 year old girl as she got off a bus he told the victim not to walk along red mile walk because there were bad people there he told her she would be safe in his car and despite knowing he, he was a stranger uh, to the child says uh, come with your uncle i'm your uncle so he then parked up and went to the back of the car uh, to give the victim a fizzy drink which she later described to officers as tasting funny he then touched her inappropriately uh, before sexually assaulting her the victim told him she wanted to get out of the car but he refused to let her go so um again looking at this comment the, uh, this proves it's rare but real and obviously um this guy is yeah you know you cannot have people like this walking around in society so what would you do with them what would i do with them i'd give them tenure yeah and when they do for release send them back to the country that they've come from no ifs no buts you're on it goodbye you see i think one thing that's becoming pretty clear neil we've discussed this for yonks now for many many years these people from other cultures I've got a totally different idea of how to behave and it doesn't matter how nice you you uh, dress it up and it's how many times somebody will call you um, racist or whatever there are races that don't have the same intellectual input into what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing in terms of living with other people you, you, you can't just dump them into the middle of Britain can you yeah, but I mean, y- y- you see them all all the time. Yeah, 
And uh, it, why we've, we've had all that them grooming gangs and this that, and the other. Has any of them been deported when they were found guilty and God knows what? No. You just get them, let them out, and carry on with whatever you were doing before. No. It, listen, we're already full. We're even getting tugboats pulling a, what's going to be an hotel and this that and the other. No, get them on them planes and get them down to Rwanda or wherever it is that they've, they've, they've had these houses built for them. You know, you can't keep living your life like this. You know, because you're just being overrun by people who are illegal. You know, you, unless you've got paperwork and this and the other, and you know, they'll all have some form of uncle or auntie or mother or father or someone over here. No, you, you, well... As I said last week, I'm glad I'm living over here. You, d- you hardly see any of this lot over over back yeah. in, over in Spain here. Well, uh, you know, y- y- this is why I think there's got to be more to it than just it happens. I think that you've got to have people who could stop it happening or help to to stop it happening. Um, but they're not punishing the people; uh, they're making excuses for them. And you know, uh, it doesn't matter what for me what culture you're in. If you've got um, a- an adult and you've got a child the adult is supposed to look after the child and protect them not assault them and treat them like uh, muck and unfortunately um, this has now been happening for year upon year upon year the judiciary have got to be in they've got to be something where they're involved in this for me yeah well, and there's millions of solicitors that just deal with these illegals to, to, and, and keep bringing it off and off and off and by the time it, it's half a chance of coming to court every, everybody, they've all disappeared you know but by, somewhere in, in Britain if we if we brought the law say in Turkey or, or anywhere in the world Egypt or anywhere like that we went on earth, we'd be in slammer straight away no here they just keep letting it go on and on and on and nobody seems to be doing anything about it and I don't care whether you're Conservative, Labour, uh, Lib Dems, Greens, whatever, LB, LGBT plus whatever you are, all that lot. Did you, nobody's doing anything about it. It's ridiculous. Well, we've said many times, Neil, there's an army of young men have come across the channel um they're not really dealing with that issue they, they they're making you know every now and again in the news they'll make out that there's a new initiative or something but they're not doing anything about it and yet we hear of uh, people uh, get um, kids getting raped and uh, um, young ladies getting raped and our own um I've been told by about two or three people of instances where you go past the centres where these people are being held in the hotels or wherever it might be, and you just see them on the phones just watching all the, the girls going by. It's it's just yeah. obvious that nobody is trying to get rid of this problem now. You see, in all these all these African countries and places like that, the, the woman's just not worth anything. So they think they can do anything they want, you know, when, they, when they're in the UK as well. No, well, make it an issue. Your punishment proper. And then the rest of you. And then the minute you've served your sentence, you're being deported. It could soon easy off slightly, but nobody seems to. Oh, because you call us a racist and this, that and the other. No, well, if they can call us what they want, but if we're upholding the law and to protect girls and females and women, well, that, I'm all for, you can call me what you want, but send them all back that, that break the laws. What about the ones that have been here for quite a while and you don't really, you know, you're not sort of thinking about sending them back, back because they've been in England for a long time or any country. Um, I mean, look. Well, have they been in the country legally or illegally? Yeah. Okay. So if you establish that they're illegal, I think then you you can say, well, where are, where are you from? But you, you know the ones that are legal, and obviously we read about this time and time again. How do you stop it happening? Because if it's a cultural pro- problem, if it seems that certain communities don't seem to see it as the evil that you and I and other people hope 
hopefully we'll see it um it would appear that nobody is getting to the root of that problem it seems like they don't seem to even see that as a problem it's like these moss you you have the the top man in the moss or what, what other face they are right and it's up to that community them leaders that are the same you know from the same country that, that these rapists and, and, and beating women up and God knows what they should be clamping down on them you know and saying listen this is not how it works here you yeah. know yeah. it's not like being in, in Africa or wherever this is you, you can't do anything like that here you're supposed to res- respect everybody man, women, children all along but if they keep getting away with it then no, no, you know they, they're never going to stop. And as I say, it should be the leaders, uh, uh, all these mosques and, and whatever they, you know, they, they all have an head man, don't they? They're all supposed to listen yeah. to and, and obey by. Yeah. And it, but this seems as once they, they've come out to, to mosque or wherever, uh, they just go wandering off the street looking for another girl. You know. Yeah. Well, um, I think. From what I see, and we've seen enough of this now, um, th- th- there's no no politician, and we're talking about prime ministers and the home secretaries, not one of them has done anything, which suggests to me that they're all complicit in some some way, um, which is probably wrong, but, but at the same time, it would suggest that they know what's going on and they're not doing anything about it, are they? Exactly. They should be jumping on the judges as well. Well, that's you know, but they don't. And the, these judges just give them a slap on the wrist and away they go again. And that's another problem we've got. Yeah. You know. Okay. Uh, well, th- th- yeah. Something slightly related to this. I'll put in with the next one. So let's um, let's go to this. <laughs> Okay, so it's earlier in the week, of course, and there's this uh, van driver blasting uh, the Just Stop Oil activists who disrupted the rush hour. And uh, they're doing their slow march through North London, and the driver shouted, you're wasting everybody's effing time. How is this saving the environment? There's about 100 effing people sitting behind with the the wheels, with their engine running, which is absolutely right. Uh, So we know that they're going slow and they're creating problems so this comment i picked up uh, from one of the people that have written underneath the article says there are current laws to deal with these protesters number one causing a breach of the uh, of the peace number two obstruction number three blocking the highway all are criminal offenses that the police should be arresting them for uh, for the police to stand around doing nothing effectively um, aiding and abetting a crime the police should face disciplinary action and i was thinking about this and probably the police must have been receiving direction there must have been a note that's come down to the bobby on the beat saying you know you've got to turn a blind eye to this because otherwise that guy is absolutely right it's just um to me it's almost as if it's it's being um orchestrated we know there's a problem don't do anything about it I can't. There's nothing else exactly. that I can see uh, as a reason for that going on like that. Exactly, and they're breaking the law. If that van driver would race straight through them and skittle them all, he'd, there'd have been all all the hell to pay for him. But the and police would be on him within five seconds. But these lot, they just mooching about on the middle of an highway or a, you know a main road or anything. And everybody's blocking up, and they're saying stop oil. Well, we're going to need more oil for car by the time you lot have got going. No, it should be dragged off straight away. And if not, then whoever's in charge of that police place, wherever it were, he should, he should be held responsible. He should be the one sending down, go and get rid of them and make them, if they want it, you can peacefully march, but not in the middle of the road. So get them out of the way. Well, the more that you look at this uh, climate uh, protesting um, and these particular groups, the more you think about it, you know damn well you've got to be 
fairly sure in your own mind that you can't stop the planets going round each other. It's a system of which we have no control over. The sun, the moon, the planets, you know, we've got nothing that can control that. So it's a tiny, tiny little bit uh, that might sort of come into the um, the operation of what they're doing it's got to be it's got to be more it's got to be more sinister to me um sorry i i i don't know about you i'm, I'm at the end of me tether reading this thing and nobody doing anything about it um okay i'll one, give you i'll give one you one minute they're telling us one minute they're telling us the earth's going to explode by 2030 or 2050 and then the next minute the next program comes on we found these things from 10 billion years ago in the soil in this <laughs> in this country and this, that and the other. Well, if it looks after itself for 10 billion years, you think it's all going to blow up in the next 10 and 20 years? Do, do me a favour. It's a con to tax you all the way through like everything else is at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, good point there. That's definitely a good point. OK, here's the next one. Okay, so the doctors and nurses are regularly taken to social media to boast about their much happier lives down under, uh, while, of course, their friends and fellow workers uh, back here continue to strike for better pay and conditions. As the latest figures show up to 40% of the NHS workforce is looking to resign or retire in the next five years. One British expat uh, decided, a doctor, uh, suggested in a TikTok video that the exodus has only just begun. Meanwhile, a teacher who made the move to Sydney seven years ago uh, says she's being flown back to the UK this year by a recruitment company to help snap up even more health workers. It comes after a job advert this week emerged from another recruitment firm uh, looking for medics with A&E experience and promising rates of more than £1,000 per shift of which you only have to work 10 each month uh, you know again I think that um, some of this is so unnecessary I think most people I think who are fair know that they should be paid more there's no, no doubt in my mind if they can find the sort of money for the coronation like they've just been finding and um, you know he's just had his fortune that he's inherited from his mother and from his father on another uh, will then really they've all got to be in this together including i think people at the top levels kings queens call them what you will um you know you've got to look at the uh, people who are doing great work in the health service and understand you've got to give them more money but instead of that what do they do they allow the likes of bp to make these uh, astronomic um, profits out of um, you know fossil fuels um, which again yeah. are supposed to be so dangerous etc um, it doesn't have any logic it doesn't have any sense anywhere does it you see what they were saying about Shell and BP and that is that because they're a, uh, a global company that you know, they say, well, we have to pay a tax to that country, that to that country, this to your country, that to the other country. You know, that that's the way they're getting round all that. I mean, when you're making 20 summer billion in first three months, I mean, ooh, you know, summer's got to come back. You're digging it off our shores. I mean, what, what really annoys me, we had our own oil company, British Petroleum. Exactly. And we go and sell it off. We're going to sell it. everything that we've been great at and, and all these engineering things that we made and, and all that and led the world. Yeah, everything's just gone to pot now. We, we're just relying on all of the people for everything. Isn't that... How, how does that... And don't... I mean, I'm not only... I'm not blaming Tories, this, or Labour or whatever, but altogether, somebody started it and now everybody's checking it off because they're all dipping the, the snouts into, into 
to food chain, you know, keep fiddling, all that lot. You know, you, you can't send somebody to prison for, 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 for summer, and yet all, all MPs, not one of them went to prison, you know, yeah. for, for fiddling. That's stealing. It's not fiddling, it's stealing. You know, how can you have £80,000 a year and then you, you, you put in a, a thing for £120,000 uh, uh, expenses? That, no, no. The job is, you're an MP, you get paid 80 odd thousand. That's it. You know, yeah, I, you've got second homes in London and, and their own homes, where you know, wherever they're from and all that lot. They make me ill. Well, I mean, they've got their expenses anyway on 80,000. So, I mean, if you couldn't manage your finances at 80,000 pound a year, then you can't be that. You you really haven't got the brains to be uh, an MP. You, you've, you've got to be stupid, haven't you? Exactly. But it's, oh, it's you see it. But they never put it up, do they? They, they just say, oh, MPs are on 85,000 a year. You never see, oh, and their expenses uh, column here, it's 125 or 130 or 100. Well, what are they spending that on? Plus, they're getting basically free food and, and free ale, near enough, because it's that cheap. And then that's where they all are. I mean, that house of lords, I'd, I'd blow it up. Because they've all had the, they've all had the money, being MPs and, and all the other things, right? Now they're in the Lords. They're, they're all falling asleep, you, you know, and, and they, they can command what the, the government do. No, that should be that should have been scrapped donkeys years ago. That House of Lords. Yeah, it's just old people topping up the pensions that they don't need anyway. You know, because they'll all be claiming the seven hundred quid uh, seven hundred quid a month pension, uh, eight hundred pound a month pension as well as feel you, all they've got to do is clock on get a coffee sit there for half an hour leave the place and they still get the 350 well that was 350 quid a few years ago it might be 650 quid now you know for doing absolutely nothing yeah get rid of it all like we're saying about the royals all them on the not around the main party get them out get them go and get them get their own jobs you know the same in mps just them there all the other lot get rid of them totally agree with you going back to the NHS <laughs> just going back to the NHS for a minute the NHS has launched a probe this is after a pupil took printed records containing details of 150 patients to school to use as drawing paper uh, this was Bedfordshire Hospitals Foundation Trust confirmed it's investigating how the child got hold of the personal documents however it refused to say if any of the information governance quarterly board report and revealed by the health service journal it said the pupil arrived at the primary school with numerous hand handover sheets from various dates in 2022 which they had apparently been using as drawing paper okay so um you think that might be just an odd one but then of course you've got people writing in comments underneath somebody from derby said i attempted um yeah uh, here we go uh, from my experience information governments within the nhs is atrocious i attempted to report serious concerns on my ward including a nurse who repeatedly slept at the desk overnight while patients came to serious harm her attitude was also atrocious other staff also raised concerns about her and bank staff um, refused to work on the ward i also raised issues with information governments around a complete lack of confidentiality on the ward staff's personal information was shared openly around the world and records were accessed inappropriately i took evidence to senior management hr information government and our speak out team no one was interested at the time and i was forced from my job i've since approached um nhs england and i am not prepared to investigate i've stated to other organizations and the trust that something serious will happen on the ward i have no idea how to get these concerns addressed and that's from an ex nhs staff nurse and it's not the first time i've heard about things like that by the way so um you got any experience of anybody working on the nhs who've sort of told you anything things like this yeah well my daughter's uh, a matron isn't she and and 
um, she's into midwife thing now and and no child behaviour stuff. Yeah. She just got us not city and girls, whatever the whatever the oh master's degree. Right. So and so I don't really she don't talk about work with me or you know and I don't ask her. I just say is everything everything going all right? She tell me I'm doing my master's degree and such a thing. It's all you know. It's all Chinese to me, really. But yeah. But going back to the doctors and nurses, the re- the reason they're working too hard. We used to get hundreds from the Philippines, you know, from from Asia. We used to get loads of doctors and nurses and thingy from there. And all of a sudden, it seems to have dried up. Surely they're on more money in NHS in UK than they are in Philippines and. And Thailand and, and and them areas, surely. Well, I don't know so if you. So why don't we have a recruitment thing? Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, um, the minute you you were so talking about that, I was thinking. Yes, I used to see a lot of um, Filipinos um, who were involved yeah. in the health service, but I, I do see a lot of carers uh, over here. I mean, very often you'll you'll pass an elderly person, and they'll have a young Philippine. I'm, I'm only assuming, but they do look as if they could come from the Philippines, and uh, they often. Yeah. Uh, are the carers and taking them out and looking after them you know they seem very caring people actually yeah well uh, 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 when Ailey's mum were, were in a thing there were, were about four or five Filipinos and they were absolutely fantastic you know where you get you know somebody from UK a lot of them go oh, I'm, I'm just a carer I sit down there love you'll be alright and not bother them again these were really intent on looking after them properly yeah and they were fantastic so but as i say we used to get hundreds and hundreds of them coming over to work in uk as doctors nurses carers now there seems to be nothing so what's happened with that why don't we get a recruitment thing going to get them back in that in in these services because you know they'll do a damn good job good point that Okay, well, to finish off, something a little bit lighter, and um, there, there aren't that many light things to see, but we witnessed Wrexham uh, being promoted, and they are um, off, and they've been in Las Vegas as part of the Monster Party holiday. Uh, this all came up three days after celebrating the club's move up to League Two. They had an open-top bus parade, and the National League champions were given this wonderful all expenses paid four day trip by Ryan Reynolds and Rob McAhenney these are the two guys that took over the um, the club uh, what a great story have you, have you been watching it exactly yeah I've, I've been watching all the way through I mean I played at Wrexham at the race course at Wrexham and it were always one of the you know, better built clubs in them days. Don't forget, it's a long, it's a long time since I played. Yeah. But yeah, the two two actors, one who's from you know Wrexham and all that, him and his mates said, "Out, well, let's get them back in football league," and they followed it all the way through, and they put the money where the mouth is, and now they've gone into into league two. The guy at Accrington, who is not there now, but he had a, all his and and he went there. And he's built Accrington's ground because if you remember, they got, they got floated out to the league. They had a fantastic yeah. ground then, yeah. Accrington Stanley, and then he had to build like a Sunday league uh, pitch, but put all the stands in and everything. You know, it's people like that that you look to and say, "Listen, yeah, they've got tons and tons of money, but they're prepared for going out." You know what, what they're into. If I, it's not if I when I win the uh, lottery. Right, my first flight will be a private jet into Manchester, up to Ashton United. That was the first club that actually paid me to play football, and I would buy the ground and give them enough money so it lasts. And council can't come or anything; they own everything and let them run it themselves. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, the. Uh the guys at Wrexham are asking Gareth Bale if he'll come out of retirement for one year, one season. What do you think? Will he do it? Uh, well, he's not going to get a game anywhere else, I don't think, do you? <laughs> not really. Uh, you know what I mean? So, uh, 
either he, either he goes as a coach or something like that, you know, mm. just to get his name on the thing or, or be a substitute, you know, come on and do a bit of, bit of his tricks, you know, as a substitute. I mean, I don't know how much they're going to pay him, but I mean, money you were on at Real Madrid and all that, it was absolutely phenomenal. He won't know, want I don't think they could afford I don't think they could afford him for a season. No. Man, you he won't he wouldn't command that wage anyway now, would he? You know. Okay, Neil. Well, um once again we've done it. We've um had a chat about things that uh, obviously are in the news and I don't know. Um some of the earlier stuff is a bit dismal. They've got to sort these kids out, haven't they? Let's let's just sort the laws and and let's sort the law out. If they're breaking the law, punish them. No matter which one it is, whether it's illegal immigrants, whether it's kids, whether it's uh, people walking in the middle of roads and this, that, and the other. All these, you know, I'm going to glue my face to somewhere. No, if you start giving them the proper punishments, you'll find out the world's a better place. Brilliant. Okay, Neil, you have a good week and look forward to chatting with you next week. No problem, Vince. I'll speak to you soon, pal. Thanks, Neil. Bye bye. See you later, pal. Bye bye.